welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, West Virginia. Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. Our goal is to motivate and educate our listeners with these inspirational business stories. There are so many positive things happening all across West Virginia business that most people don't ever hear about. We're trying to change that with this show so that people know you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great opportunities. It's all right here, and you can find tremendous success right here in our our state. All of our guests are people who are absolutely getting it done in business in West Virginia, and I'm convinced we can all learn a lot from their experiences and most of all their stories. This week we're going to learn about Thomas Gilson and his company, The Cheese Melt. Thomas, are you ready to get down to business? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right, Thomas. I'm so honored to have you on our podcast to share your story. Thomas Gilson is the owner of The Cheese Melt, a gourmet grilled cheese food truck based in Wheeling, West Virginia. Thomas started the business in 2014 with a small hot dog cart, converted into a grilled cheese cart, and then bumped up to a food trailer, and two years after that, built a full-blown food truck. Today, he currently runs both the trailer and the food truck in the Ohio Valley for lunches, special events, and catering. Thomas has been married for six years. They have two boys, four and one, and a new baby due in February. That's awesome. Congratulations, Thomas. I invited Thomas on the show today to talk about his company and to share his story and to give our audience some valuable insight into his business in West Virginia. Thomas, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. Oh, okay. Um, so sometimes people ask me a lot of – often they ask me if uh, – how do I get – the idea for doing grilled cheese. Yeah. Um, well, my, my wife and I were in, in Telluride, Colorado for a blues and blue, uh, brews festival and walking back and forth from the show each day, there was this, we saw this lady set up on the side of the road with what looked like a small hot dog cart kind mm-hmm. of set up, but she yeah. was selling grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, cool. So that isn't is initially where the seed was planted. So obviously we stopped, we ate, it was great. You know, it was similar to what I do with, uh, build your own you know pick a couple cheeses Mm -hmm. pick some different types of meats and veggies or whatever and um that's where the seed was planted i was already i I was working construction pulling 80 hours a week um working way too much barely ever home Mm -hmm. making decent money but you know that's not always the thing that drives you to want to continue on in your work it's not always the money even though it's good um and nice to have but so I started thinking, all right, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Let's do grilled cheese food because I like to cook. I've always cooked. I've, uh, I don't have any actual culinary um, professional experience. I've never even worked in a restaurant or fast food place at all. Wow. Um, I've just always had a, a knack, I guess you could call it, for, for cooking. And so I got online. I found this guy selling a hot dog cart in Columbus. Uh, went out, looked at it, paid him two grand cash. Towed it home, spent another 750 on a, a custom-built flat top for the section where he had his steam trays yeah. for his hot dogs. 
and that's how I got started, man. It was, um, I just did some local events here in Wheeling for the first summer and quit my job, <laughs> um, you know, right after buying a house and, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, I had to buy the house before I quit my job, though, so the bank would give me the loan. Right, right. <laughs> But, um, you know, those are the kind of risks you take as an entrepreneur. You do things like that. Sometimes that everybody else thinks you're, you're crazy to do. Um, and that's kind of what separates us apart from the rest of the group. Uh, so ever since then, man, we, uh, second year, I, I, I went back to the bank. I said, Hey, can I have a couple, can I have a few thousand dollars for uh, a bigger setup so I can make more money? And they're like, sure. So I bought a, another trailer, mm. ended up selling the small one a couple years later, but only ran the bigger trailer for about two or three years and then went back to the bank and said, Hey man, things are going pretty good. Can I get a little bit more money to build a truck? And they said, sure, here you go. Wow. And went and built a truck out ourselves. Uh, my brother and I uh, flew out one way tickets to Rhode Island, bought a snap on tool truck and drove it back the same day, 12 hours. Um, and that was February of 2018. And then I spent the next several months up until about mid June building out the truck myself. And, um, it's been, it's been crazy. 2018 was a pretty crazy year for us. A lot of learning yeah. um, experiences that year. Took some big risks, and they didn't all pan out, which is just the way it goes. But um, a lot of learning experiences. So, yeah. so Thomas, that, I really appreciate you kind of like taking us behind the scenes and understanding how you actually got into this line of work. What's your 30-second pitch for the cheese melt? In other words, what is it that you tell people that you do? Well, we're, uh, we're what we consider to be a gourmet grilled cheese food truck or a grown-up grilled cheese food truck is kind of what we call it sometimes. Um, we, we offer you high-quality ingredients. We use uh, thick-cut sourdough bread, real butter. We use Amish um, type of cheese from Walnut Creek, which is uh, out of the Canton, area, uh, Ohio area, yeah. so it's still locally sourced. Uh, we use all uh, natural cheeses. We still have our American and basic stuff for the people who want that. Mm -hmm. But we focus more on uh, a quality sandwich product uh, with, a, you know, the grilled cheese style. We have one award-winning award sandwich called the Beale Street. Um, I entered it into a grilled cheese competition a few years ago, and it won one of the, uh, one of the judges' choices spots. Hmm. Tell um, us about that sandwich. That sandwich has uh, hot pepper cheese, which is not pepper jack. It's hot pepper cheese. It's spicy. It's got some heat to it. Um, mm -hmm. It's not your average pepper jack from the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And we put some uh, crumbled up gorgonzola on there, which is a type of uh, a milder form of blue cheese. And then we top it with chopped up fresh cooked bacon, apples, sliced uh, honey, crisp, honey crisp apples, and a little bit of kale. Mm -hmm. Sandwich all that together, and you've got one tasty sandwich you've mm. got a lot of that sweet you've got spicy got salty you got all kinds of stuff going on in your mouth and it's just amazing we're doing this podcast recording at 10 a.m and uh <laughs> i'm starving already that sounds how far away are you guys uh yeah, I about come an out. hour i want to come up and get one of the it's, it's called the beale street that's that's pretty cool uh, uh -huh. so thomas what uh, you know when you when you think about like the the geographic market that you serve is it primarily the ohio valley there you're doing tell us about like how where you go and where how people can find you and stuff like that sure so i mean we're up here in the northern panhandle so we're sandwiched right in between ohio and pennsylvania so it's almost impossible for me to not do business as a mobile unit yeah. in all three states so we do travel uh, to washington pa uh, fairly regularly for mainly events we don't usually do any street vending or anything up there 
Um, all the street vending, uh, lunch runs, etc., are done in Wheeling um, or the surrounding areas, such as you know, like uh, Moundsville or Elm Grove, or you know, not not fair. Still, probably you know the two six zero zero zip code. Um, mm. Do go to St. Clairsville a little bit, um, but. For the most part, we have a lunch run where we're open Tuesday through Fridays. While well, the trailer actually stays in downtown Wheeling mm-hmm. stationary Tuesday through Friday for lunch, 11 to 2. Um, and I have one girl that runs that for me. Mm-hmm. And then I take the truck out, the big one, the one that's drivable. I take it out to the different locations. And a lot of times we, we spend most of our weekends at large events, um, food truck rallies, uh, like Brewfest is coming up here in, in Wheeling um, soon. We'll be at that. Uh, we did a wine wine festival a few about a month ago. Hmm. So, but we go we go all over. Last year, I took some big risks. I went out to Columbus. I went down to Morgantown for I went to Columbus for the food truck rally, the big one they do, and then I went down to Morgantown for the um, Mountain Fest and set up at that. And I also did Jamboree in the Hills last year, like actually in the concert. Hmm. Um, and they're not doing that again this year, yeah. so that got shut down. Jamboree's dead right. now for now. Yep. But okay, cool. So tell us, Thomas. Tell you know, tell our listeners and stuff. What what's the thing that you're most excited about for your for your company right now? Just the fact that we're still going strong. You know, um, this business is not easy. It mm-hmm. takes a lot of work. It right. takes a lot of sweat. <laughs> um, and there's a pretty large learning curve uh, when you're in a market that doesn't really have any other food trucks for you to kind of lean on. Mm-hmm. There's been one guy who started uh, about a year or two before me uh, selling barbecue mm-hmm. street side and, and has a truck too in the area. So he's really the only person I've had to sort of mentor me in the process. And, you know, again, he's not real, you know what I mean? He's only got a year or two more than I do. So yeah, to, to still be here is pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and obviously that's a testament to your, your product, right? I mean, from what, I, oh, yeah. from what I understand, you, you guys are, are rocking the the product, and, and you got a demand for it. And the and the whole food truck movement uh, is kind of a relative, relatively new phenomenon, right? I mean, the last mm-hmm. I would say probably in the last five or six years, you've really seen a lot of these things coming around, and I think that's really cool. So um, you mentioned you have uh, an employee. How many employees do you have? Uh, just right now, I just have the one. Now, last year, yeah. I, during the summer months, I employed about four people. Okay. Um, but this year, I, I cut back a little bit based on the experiences we had last year, taking those big risks, yeah, yeah. Um, and doing the big events. I did find out that my food, my food does not compete well against um, fair food or or carnival type food. Yeah, um, and that was a learning experience I had to have. I had to learn the hard way. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that's the way you do it. Well, that's sometimes. yeah, and that's that that's part of business, right? Understanding yeah. what where your lane is right i mean it's, exactly. it's you, you know you're doing a a high quality high you know high quality ingredient grilled cheese sandwich you know and then you're competing with a funnel cake or a fried oreo that 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 doesn't right. seem like it's going to be uh they don't mesh exactly no. yeah so you got to know your lane right that's that's exactly. a, that's a good lesson uh what would you say thomas is the best thing about being in business uh as, a, as an entrepreneur in west virginia um just, I mean, I'm from West Virginia, born and raised here. Cool. Um, yeah. I, I can't really say specifically West Virginia. I just like being in business, man. You can be in business anywhere in the world, really. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, 
just so happens I can do it in my hometown and, and still be successful yeah. at it. So, so you were born in Wheeling? Great. I was, yeah, born in Wheeling, born and raised here, that's, went to school here and everything. That's great. Thomas, one of the things that um, I always like to ask our guests on the show, even though we're, the title is Positively West Virginia, sometimes I like to ask the question every time, actually, uh, what is your worst business moment? I think that if you, you know, there's a lot to be learned by, um, you know, understanding the story and you know, trials and tribulations of entrepreneurs, business owners here in West Virginia. What's, you know, take us to that place of your worst business experience so far. Hmm. Um, sitting around Jamboree Hills last year, uh, knowing that I was losing my butt <laughs> yeah. for hours on end while I'm sitting there paying two employees to twiddle their thumbs. And no, mm-hmm. yeah, it just, uh, just a very humbling experience when you've got $2,500 buy-in mm-hmm. and then you've got another $4,000 worth of bread and bacon sitting in your fridge, another mm-hmm. about thousand dollars worth of cheese and knowing that you're just not making any money at all because mm. you don't compete against the, the market that you're in right now. And yeah. that was, that was a tough blow to take because I was so amped to go into such a large venue and I was prepared mm-hmm. to crush it. And I was mentally prepared to crush it and work really, really hard because it's not easy to make that many sandwiches. Right, right. It's a lot of work. We make everything fresh to order as mm-hmm. you order it. And there's mm-hmm. no, you know, spending hours ahead of time and then stick them in, in a steam tray. Right. Um, yeah. They're made fresh right there on the spot. So it's it's difficult. Yeah. It's hard, hot. And I didn't do any of it. I had to sit around and wait because nobody was coming. So wow. that was the hardest. That's probably been my hardest moment yeah. so far. I mean, I, I'm, as you're talking about that i i envisioned it you know <laughs> you painted right. a very good picture of what that looked like in one sentence tell us the the one takeaway from that experience that you that you had just knowing now that that's not the market i need to be in mm. um like mm-hmm. you said i mean per- perfectly put you don't know in the lane that you need to drive in and mm-hmm. and that's that's literally dictated this entire season um is those the, um, mountain fest was another example last year in Morgantown. It was mm-hmm. exactly the same as Jamboree and it was mm-hmm. literally the very next week. Oh man. So I got, I got, I got beat up twice and, uh-huh. you know, back to back weeks and it wasn't easy. So that, I mean, that, and that's really what's made a difference this year and our sales are last I looked, we were like 200% ahead mm-hmm. from where we were last year wow. at this time. Yeah. And I know our profit margins are way better because I'm not taking such large losses. So yeah. Yeah. So those are some tough lessons that you learned. And, and mm-hmm. obviously, um, you know, that's the key, right, is, is understanding going through those tough times, but not ma- making the mistake the next year doing the same thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Thomas, I want to take a second to uh, mention some of the sponsors we have for Positively West Virginia. They are the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today once again is Thomas Gilson with The Cheese Melt, based in Wheeling, West Virginia. He's got a, an unbelievable story, with uh, starting with a hot dog cart converted into a grilled cheese factory, <laughs> mobile, and then a trailer, and then, of course, now his food truck. Thomas, let's get back to it. What's the vision you have long-term? T- uh, long for your company? That vision's actually changed over the years. Uh, you know, initially I thought, oh, I'm going to have a bunch of trucks on the road and all over the place. And mm-hmm. at one point I was like, oh, maybe I'll have a, a restaurant or something. Um, man, it's just been evolving 
you know, mm-hmm. the more we learn and the more we do it, it and I'm just not exactly sure, mm, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, I think eventually I, I would like to see the cheese melt as maybe one or two trucks uh, that I no longer have to operate myself every day because mm-hmm. um, it is very hard work. But if I could get a few people trained to run them around and do the way I do it, um, mm-hmm. and then I could start focusing more so on the business side of things and maybe expanding it. Um, I'm, I mentioned to you before that I've got um, some food truck courses that I'm trying to put uh, that yeah, I'm currently yeah, building talk, and putting talk a little together. Bit about, if, you, if you don't mind, share share a little bit about that because I thought sure. I mean, it's com- that. yeah, yeah, it's completely new. Um, we bought a domain. My wife and I are working on this one together. Uh, it's it's uh, food truckers dot us, and basically what we're trying to build is a a hub for people who are in the food truck industry, whether you're just getting started, haven't started yet at all or even have a few years of experience, we're trying to take our experiences that we've learned, all the things that we've learned over the past six years and put them together so that there's resources online for folks. So there's only like one or two sites out there currently doing anything like that. Hmm. And nobody's actually selling any courses. So I know there's a demand for it and there's no, I think there's a market for it. We'll just put it that way. I think there's a market for it. We're going to find out if yeah. there's a market yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, but we're putting in the work now to try to to supplement our income, essentially, mm-hmm. um, and to make it a little less difficult. Because making sandwiches every day is hard work. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, it drains you real quick, especially when it's 100 degrees outside. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. to do a little bit of side work where we can maybe sit back and then I can hire some people, actually have a business as opposed to being a solopreneur. Right. Um, Owning your own and, job. Correct. That's mm-hmm. that's essentially what I do now. You yep. know, um, I know you have a question on here about books. What book would you recommend? And one of the books that I uh, that really opened my eyes to this whole the different levels, I guess, of entrepreneurship and business ownership was uh, Cashflow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki. Oh yeah. And he breaks down four quadrants. You have the employee quadrant, the E, and then you have um, the S, which is the self-employed, and then you have the B, which is the business owner, and then you have the I, which is the investor, and they're mm-hmm. like in a little tic-tac-toe board. Yeah. And you pretty much transition from one to the other to the next, and investor being your end game. So in all honesty, that's kind of the direction that I'm trying to take mm. the, the business, my business, my my life, et cetera, in so that we can get to that place mm. um, personally, personally. Uh, eventually you know mm. what i mean down the road well it sounds like that's your vision right there <laughs> true that is that is my vision it's just figuring out how to do it right 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 <laughs> yeah and a lot of it is uh trial and error kind of like you're yep. you're already you already know that right that's a, a lesson you're teaching yourself and uh, i think that's pretty cool that you're you have that um that's that realization right i think it's really important uh thomas what's one of the biggest challenges that you face as a business owner um, juggling everything, uh, juggling family life, juggling, uh, work life, mm-hmm. um, and trying to keep the two separated. Um, it's hard when you have a, when you have a bad day to come home and really turn this stuff off because you really can't cause you're in charge of it all. Right. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it can be stressful at times for, for sure. But, uh, communication is key with, your business partners, uh, people that you're in business with, or even your customers, uh, as well as your spouse or your significant other, whoever. I mean, if, if you don't communicate with the people that you care about, then it's all going to go away. That's, so that's for sure. Um, just 
juggling all those things, being here for my boys, you know, is very important. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing too. I want to be able to step back from the food truck a little bit so that I can be home mm-hmm. with my kids and not have to work so much. Yeah. Uh, so right now, how do you attract new customers to uh, the cheese melt? Uh, we're, we're pretty active on Facebook. We have uh, 5,000 followers on our Facebook page. We've got 200 five-star reviews. Um, mm-hmm. I have a website that's generating some traffic for me. Um, we don't really do any advertising as far as like the traditional senses, mm-hmm. uh, t- television, radio, or um, billboards. They're just out of budget for a small business. Mm-hmm. Um, and Facebook ads, we've, we've run Facebook ads in the past, and they've generated us a lot of um, – a lot of likes to our page and business, a subsequent business from that. Sure. And really it's all digital at this point is how's we far, uh, we have, you know, we have also the uh, employee or not the employee, but the, uh, customer appreciation cards to try to bring people back. Yeah. And the fact that we're that's in cool. different cities, different town, parts of town all the time, mm-hmm. trying to generate new business. That's one thing a mobile business allows you to do is it allows you to just advertise yourself by mm-hmm. going and setting up and selling your product yeah. in a new part of town. How, how does that work? In other words, do you, you drive, the thing somewhere and you let, put out an alert, Hey, here's where we're going to be today. Is that is pretty that, much? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I try to have an itinerary set, um, each month so mm-hmm. that people know where I'm going to be ahead of time. And then I always post that to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Cause cool. I use all three. Yeah. Um, and you know, some days are good. Some days are slow. It just depends. Um, weather dictates a lot in this business cause it is outside, you know, and, but being able to go to all these different markets essentially and tap them, and all it costs is, you know, a $15 business license and mm-hmm. a health permit for the year. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's not, there's not a lot of overhead as far as that's concerned. Hmm. And then just get to run my business and feed people and get my product in front of them. Cause that's really what it's all about. Hmm. They can, they can see my branding and, and my truck and they can see pictures of my food, but until they eat it, they haven't experienced it. Mm-hmm. And once they do, they come back and they tell other people. Yeah. Very cool. What's one piece of advice you would give to young business owners or, Maybe somebody thinking about an entrepreneurial venture in West Virginia. What's what's what would you tell them? Um, I have a quote for that, and it's one that's actually pushed me to do take risks and to do things. And it's uh, the the best time to plant a tree was twenty years ago. <laughs> the right. second best time is today. Yep. So if you take that and analyze it, it's basically saying, "Hey, look, you can't go back in time because we don't have time machines." Um, sure. If I would have started my food truck business 20 years ago, I would be light years ahead of where I am, but I didn't, I started it six years ago because at that time is when I made the decision to do it. So if you're still thinking and you're on the fence, look, your ducks are never going to be all in a row. Just do it, get started, find out what you need to do to get started and do it. Make, make the leap, buy the ticket, you know, Mm. ride the, ride the roller coaster, whatever, just do it. That's the biggest thing. And once you start, don't stop. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of times people get get stuck in that uh, paralysis by analysis. You've probably heard that sure. before. You know, people, mm-hmm. I want to do this, I want to do this, and they never take the step. And obviously, you've done that, and uh, are reaping the rewards from that. Thomas, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? I work. <laughs> yeah. I do the work, man. <laughs> I get up, I eat, I shower, and I go do the work. That's yeah. it. I mean, it's great. Yep. You can't, you have to. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's going to do it for yeah, you. Even, even on those days where you don't feel like getting up out of bed. Oh yeah, absolutely. You got to do it. What's yep. one, what's one resource you use? Uh, maybe it's a piece of technology or something like that in your business that you just can't live without. Google calendar. Perfect. Great. <laughs> 
Simple. I love it. Uh, yeah, Google Calendar. Man. I share it with the people that are, you know, my employees or part timers so they know what's going on and it keeps me yeah. doing everything I say I'm going to do. <laughs> so, you know, Thomas, I mean, obviously, you know, you've uh, you've been trial and error understanding who your ideal customer is. Describe that. Who, who my is your ideal Id- customer? Yeah, your ideal customer. Um, somebody that recognizes quality over quantity. Um, somebody who understands that we put a, that we put time and effort and passion into what it is that we do. Uh, so I guess you know I mean, anybody can eat a grilled cheese. Anybody can make a grilled cheese, mm-hmm. but not very many people can do it the way we do it. And I guess I. You know, I don't know. Our, our ideal customer is really anybody mm-hmm. that is willing willing to try our food because sometimes people look at our man, oh, it's just grilled cheese, and they're turned off by that. Mm-hmm. And they, they're just they're missing out because they they're not familiar with it yet. Yeah. So you you mentioned um, the uh, Beale Street, which mm-hmm. you know you won an award at a sandwich contest with that particular sandwich. What are some of the other sandwiches that you have that you're that you think uh, people ought to try? Sure. Our our most popular one, well, it's actually in a battle right now. I've got two. One of them's fairly new. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's the pizza melt. It's real basic. Mm-hmm. We just do Munster cheese and mozzarella, mm-hmm. and we take um, sandwich sized pepperoni slices, throw them on the grill, and top them with um, some grated Parmesan and Romano cheese. Mm-hmm. And we let that cheese really crisp up. And I think that's really what throws a ton of flavor into it that mm-hmm. people keep coming back for because they don't know what it is. Uh, and then we top it with a little bit of um, Figaretti's local restaurant here, their marinara sauce, mm. and that's it. Throw it together, cut it, and you've got a lot of melty cheese, and you've got that crispy, toasted um, Parmesan Romano grated cheese, and the, the pepperoni's good and crispy too. So it's been really popular. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yep. And then the other one would be the turkey bacon melt, which is probably has been the most popular for the past few years until the pizza come along mm. to give it a run for its money. But it's uh, it's it's real basic. It's cheddar cheese and chopped up bacon and lunch meat deli turkey. And we use all real like quality good deli. It's deli meat is mm-hmm. all the kind of meat we use, but it's always the high end stuff. Mm-hmm. And it works. You make, mix those together, season it, throw it on a sandwich, top it with some tomatoes, and that's it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's real basic. And a lot of people they come back for that one yeah. pretty regularly. So that's very cool. Well, it sounds amazing. We actually had Figaretti's on the podcast last year, and oh, cool. uh, it was really cool to hear their story too. So it's kind of neat to make that connection as well. Yeah. Well, Thomas, um, how you know how can our listeners learn more about your company? You mentioned social media. What's your website? Our website is www.cheesemelttruck.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can be found at Facebook is probably our most popular platform would be just simply at the cheese melt. Awesome. Instagram is at the underscore cheese underscore melt. Mm-hmm. And Twitter is the cheese melt with the number two after it because cool. somebody had already taken that, I guess. <laughs> no problem. We'll, uh, we'll make sure we have links to, to all those uh, connections. Cool. 
in our show notes and people can just click and, and head out there and we'll make sure we have that link to the Robert Kiyosaki book uh, as well cool, on, our, yeah. on our resources page. People, our, our listeners can go to the website at uh, positivelywv.com and actually um, click that book and buy it right there from Amazon. So that's, nice. that's pretty cool. And thanks for uh, sharing that as well. Thomas, it's been a, a real honor to have you on the show today to talk about your company, what what you're doing in, in the food truck, uh, in the service industry up there in the Ohio Valley is really excellent. I just encourage you to keep it up. Most definitely. All right, man. <laughs> I'm well, going to stop now. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again for being on the show. It's been uh, It's been great. Great conversation. Thank you. Cool. You're welcome, Jim. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Thomas Gilson and the Cheese Melt in Wheeling, West Virginia, our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line uh, on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate all of your comments and encouragement as we go along. Uh, On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.